bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 food. Your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jake Parker, and Brian Freeman. All right, yes, it is, and here we are. The whole team's together tonight. Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, and Little Rich Schneider. We're in the house right now, guys. It's called um, Our Place. Can you believe it? Studio <laughs> Kitchen, Colorado. We're live, second week here. Great to have Brian in now. Oh, it's so nice to be back. Thank you. you. Thank we you. We missed yes. you, brother. Thank you, Rich. Thank you. It's nice to be back. Had to deal with a little personal stuff out of town, but we're back in the saddle here on a Saturday night. It's all Colorado tonight. Colorado Burgers, Colorado Craft Beer, Colorado Spirits, uh, Colorado Produce, Organic. <laughs> Local uh, season. It's a great night. And as we uh, go into fall, what are we, one week into autumn, which I love. Did you see the moons this week? Oh, my gosh, that huge moon as we were coming back from an event the other night. Wasn't that incredible? The harvest moon yep. was out. And that's, that's really what it is, harvest moon. So this is uh, truly my time of year right here. As we get going from Studio Kitchen, Colorado, please join us on Facebook Live. Jay, you're roaming around with the camera. Yes, I am. He's doing a great job. Like well, always. I don't know about that, but I'm showing the food. I'm showing the people. We've got Chito Ariola from Las Delicias. Or Ariola. <laughs> what did I say? Ariola. 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 Spanish is difficult. No, um, it is but not. But it's a great night. It's a great night. Colorado Burgers, and I think our guests, we have a lot of guests here tonight at Studio Kitchen. Just um, wait until you hear the lineup for the show. But... Bronco season, tailgating, hamburgers, and different kinds of hamburgers. We're going to tell you how and show you how to build some of the most ultimate hamburgers <laughs> around These with Colorado ingredients, right? Yeah. That's the cool part. And the variety, I mean, the, the it's, it's incredible what's over there. Richie, we're, we're going to dig in. So right now, joining us, and they were instrumental in the help um, from Center Plate and the executive chef of the convention center, Chef uh, uh, Kaylee. How are you, Kaylee Boyle? I'm good. Thank you for having us. Ah, it's so cool to have you here, and you brought the squad. These guys right here. Who's it's with you? George McLean. He's our garmage chef. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Love George. Yeah. Here for George. That's awesome. And we got Prescott Jones. He's our banker. Prescott. Yes. Woo. Come on through. These guys are just killing it. Uh, this is all scratch stuff that we're laying yeah. down here tonight. Yeah, we did. We tried to definitely get together with Growers Organic and get some local produce and do some things that also highlight the Blue Bear Farm and some things that we try to do every day in the center. We're going to talk about Blue Bear Farm in no better time than right now. Again, it's the reason for the season. Wednesday night, we're going to do a little private shindig from the Blue Bear Farm. If you haven't been there, it's attached to the convention center right on Spear and Stout. Um, this place, I'm telling you, it knocks your socks off. So um, look on the Modern Eater Facebook page, and that's where you can see us streaming right now. Blue Bear Farm, let's introduce him right now. He's a farmer of Blue Bear Farm. His name's Nick Gruber, and we got to welcome you to the show, Nick. Yeah. How are you? Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> Good welcome, Nick. Pleasure to be here. Uh, we have you for a short time, so we just want to jump right in. Thanks. Again, Wednesday night, we're going to be doing uh, the Fall Harvest Happy Hour, Center Plate, Blue Bear Farm, the Colorado Culinary Council, uh, Troy Gard, Elise Wiggins are involved with that as well. Um, there's a lot of people that are involved with this urban farming, and I love this because 
Um, if you, it, it, you know, I'm hoping people take your lead with urban farming and see what you can do there and maybe apply some of those things that are practical to what you do at your home. Right. And if you can't do that, then you look to guys like Brian from <laughs> Growers Organic uh, to get the rest of your produce. But any more and more agriculture, right? Let's talk about agriculture for a minute there, Nick. Well, I'd, I'd like to say that it's just a a production garden, I like to call it, at Blue Bear Farm, is just a small piece of the whole story. Um, I mean, it's more than just about the food. It's connecting uh, uh, cooking with with the chefs, and it's connecting uh, culture and community and talking about stories. It's, I mean, it, there's definitely a lot more. That's what we're all about. Actually, one restaurant sources some of the produce from their limelight. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we actually uh, grow all the food that we grow at Blue Bear Farm. It's uh, 41 raised beds. Uh, with herb gardens as well, we focus a lot on herbs because that's the freshest that we can do, and, and that's the, the cost point, especially basil. Um, we grow about, I mean, probably 60 to 80 pounds of basil uh, with the stems on it through every season. So we like really focus, try to try to um, you know make make a, a profit basically, or help them provide. Uh, all the, the herbs and things like that, but it's for, it's, for center plate. Yeah, for, right. center, for plate. center plate and limelight. So all the greens that we grow, we grow uh, perpetual spinach. We grow a lot of different greens uh, for lettuces, like mescaline mis mixes and things like that. Uh, we grow um, tomatoes, cherry tomatoes, things that I mean, you kind of have to look at the microclimate. And it's taken about five years to really we were dial talking in about the that soil. And, and the menu planning with limelight and center plate. Are you so. keeping anything yeah, going over the in. winter time? Are you are you hoop housing anything? Um, yeah, we do. We overwinter arugula. Um, that's kind of our main crop right. we grow because it grows really well in that microclimate. Yep. Um, we grow that and then collect the seed in the spring. Uh, so we are overwintering uh, garlic, um, kale, uh, and, and this is also we produce seed as well. And so, so. it's almost self-pollinated. Yeah. Open or oh, it's it's called open pollination. We mm -hmm. gave our guest a little bit about yeah. that when we were down at Honey uh, Honey Acre the last. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to add to that too. We grow for for uh, flavor. Yeah, a lot of we grow Jimmy Nardello peppers, and that's something that's very rare. You can hardly you. It's difficult to find that. You're, you come come over to Growers. We carry that. Every, oh, do you? Yeah. Awesome. Oh yeah. yeah. But I love the Jimmy Nardello. Is such a nice. It's a sweet pepper that people don't. I mean, it's a sweet with a little hint of right of right. spice. So it's, do this for me, guys. I'm gonna do a quick reset when you talk. Just say, hey, this is Nick, or hey, Brian, or hey, Rich. We've got a lot of voices on the show tonight as we're showing this delicious food from Studio Kitchen Colorado. Chef Kaylee Boyle is here with us. She's We became friends, like, instantly, quick, quickly. <laughs> and I, your husband's going to be here tonight, yeah. the center plate team. Yeah. Uh, but for uh, businesses like this, especially as large as the convention center, to have an urban garden, garden and I don't know if you know, the, but Brian, he invented produce. <laughs> <laughs> and so Brian inventing produce, we, a lot of the discussions that we have as we tour farms in Colorado are there are very soil loyalists and you touched on it briefly about the five years that's taken you to get the soil around and you've had a good season this year mm -hmm. talk a little bit about the soil and your cultivation of that yeah usually when you when you establish a, a farm a garden any anything that has uh, native soil it takes really uh, four to five years to really get the soil to the optimum level of 
growing nutrient-dense food. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and blueberry was, you know, the same thing. Even though we had it, uh, we, we tried to kind of, we take a soil sample every year and really try to get the best possible. But, I mean, it really, you, you kind of, it's not only about the soil, but it's the microclimate. It's, it's the, the sun, the amount of sunlight uh, in each bed receives. And you just find, like, we, Kaylee's been really generous to kind of, you know, talk to me all the time every season of just how we morph the menu into what I what grows well there. So it's not only about the soil, but it's about the microclimate too. Do you have any background with like botany? Because I know that that's there's this we're a talking about nu- yeah in the nutrition of the soil, and a lot of people don't understand that like you know just the soil from the Front Range to the San Luis Valley where we were, were visiting at the potato harvest, nice. you know, it's so different down there versus what we've got going on up here. I mean, maybe you can talk a little bit about what kind of inputs have you been adding to those beds? So it's because you're... Have you visited yet? Oh, yeah. Brian? Okay, been, yes. Because uh, what you're talking about as far as sun exposure and where you are, you really have to take your plot of land and make it your own. Absolutely. I mean, blueberry is just a, a part of it, like urban gardening or urban farming in mm-hmm. general. You really have to start with, I mean, you're talking about concrete. Or you're talking about ripping sidewalks out. You're talking about old. I'm a balcony farmer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, yeah. I have exposure from, uh, you know, morning until noon. Then it's gone. Certain things won't work, will work. Uh, you, you certainly have to be able to figure out uh, the climate in which you're working in yeah. to be able to do urban and, farming. And soil along with that. Yeah. You know, uh, Denver Public Schools had a farm on property um, over on I- South South Denver. And it was an old playground and it was just sandy. So you're, you're growing on in sand. So you're figuring, well, maybe peppers will grow well, but uh, some greens won't uh, because it needs more nutrient, nitrogen rich. Well, and the sad thing okay. there is, is all the chemicals they've been dumping on those schools for years and years to keep weeds under control, right, right. to keep it just sand so no one that's, has to maintain it. And then the pollution that we have like over in Commerce City and all that. I mean, there's just, there's a whole other layer that, mm-hmm. you know, Greg and I have this conversation. Can anything really be organic? Oh, that's a whole. Because, you know, <laughs> Nick has to take off soon. I wish <laughs> you did. We keep you around. We geek out on this. But let's talk about this. And, and, and you and Chef Kaylee, uh, Nick Gruber, uh, farmer of the Blue Bear Farm, you guys talk about you have a myriad of produce that are growing in there. Can you even begin to touch what what is in there, the capabilities of that farm? And, and, and how much land do you have? I would think it's like acre and a half, two acres? No, no, far, far less. Far uh, less? I think, I think we're talking, it, we're talking minuscule compared to yeah. acres. Um, but it, it's, it's kind of like a production garden, so you really have to produce uh, intensive. It's bio-intensive that yeah. is the right term for it. So we grow, uh, you know, we're growing, uh, you know, basil with tomatoes. And it may look a little overgrown, but when you're talking about how much you can actually grow in a small space, it's definitely more intensive than maybe a, a conventional farm would be because it's you're talking about a lot of machinery. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're talking, I think, 8,000 square feet total, yeah. um, 41 beds plus the rest, uh, you know, honey we're producing on site. But uh, we have yeah. bees. That it, whole ecosystem is so cool that you guys have been able to develop like a, there. Maybe a twelfth of an acre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and you're rotating each one of those beds. I can imagine, you know, 
probably even twice a season at some level because of the fact that, you know, are you doing any squash and late, early harvest, late harvest stuff? Mm -hmm. Yeah, maximizing yeah, everything sure. out of there. Yeah. I think each bed we've been able to grow uh, four four different things. Oh, uh, nice. On average, wow. I would say. Are you sure you don't want to stick around for one more segment? <laughs> I you got to get? There's a lot to. of local You want to stick here. around local now. Beer, I knew we could get them to stick uh, around. Yeah. All right, let's do a reset. Burgers. We're going to do the burgers oh. here, and we're going to build them on oh. the air, and I encourage you to tune in to our Facebook page, right, Rich? Yeah, absolutely. What are you going to see on our Facebook page? You're going to see some burgers that you've never even like thought of. The 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 bacon. We have five different oh kinds. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah, we have five different types of burgers that we did today. Well, I love the arugula one. Arugula on a burger, if, if you haven't tried it, try it. It's one of the best things. Let's have Chef Kaylee Boyle tell us what five burgers yeah. we can yeah. look forward uh, to. So the first one we hear is like our version of a caprese. So we used local heirloom tomatoes, fresh mozzarella cheese, micro basil, and then we have a house-made um, fresh basil pesto there. <laughs> Our next one is our man candy bacon <laughs> with crispy shallots and fresh baby greens. And then our third one down there, we have... Brian, you're man candy. <laughs> I'm, I'm like cozy enough candy. with Chef. Her husband better get down there, man. I, I got a sweet spot for food. He's listening know? on the way. Come on, man candy. Stay man away candy. from her. Well, and this is definitely his burger because it involves the local uh, boulder whiskey. So we made a barbecue sauce out of the whiskey with also elevation ketchup. So you have nice. a local barbecue sauce, me and candy, crispy shallots, and local baby greens. And then the next one is pepper jack, and we used grapes. And what we did was we roasted them, and then we used the lavender beer and kind of made a sauce. And then we have, that's where our baby arugula is. So what you guys have to understand is this was all scratch. And yeah. it's, you know, difficult as it seems, but we're going to walk you through some steps. So maybe you can do a lot of this stuff at home. If it means something to you, all Colorado, have to give thanks to Jason Moore's 5280 Culinary Beef. Uh, all the stuff we like. Colorado produced beef. Um, he's got the mini, uh, his pastured raised. So I go through, I, lo I love a uh, grass-fed corn finish. That's really what I like, right? You can do grass-fed, grass-finished, and, and it's a little more difficult. But I love the marbling and this uh, hamburger that was provided to us tonight, um, 5280 Culinary Beef. Um, the Hereford beef, the mini Herefords, they're great. And grain and corn finish, all Colorado-grown feed, 21-day aged. Uh, this is the type of stuff that you can do for yourself at home. Uh, this gentleman, he will sell you a half or a whole cow, which that's really any more these days. If you have a freezer, you should be doing stuff like this, especially going into um, the colder seasons to where you just want to stock up and get all the stuff that you want. But uh, Jason at 5280culinary.com. If you love Colorado like we do, Jason at 5280culinary.com. He'll be able to hook you up with that beef. We're going to tell you about a lot of more cool brands that are here with us tonight but we're going to take a quick turnaround and we'll come back nick gruber he's the uh, farmer there at blue bear farm it's attached to the convention center and uh, our new friends and we love these guys because um center plate they're doing such a bang up job and executive chef her name is kaylee boyle chef kaylee boyle is here with us tonight making it all happen so we'll take a break we'll come right back from studio kitchen colorado it is the reason for the season we're grilling go broncos i've got the Bronco apron on tonight, Jay. What do you think of that? 
You like it? No. The, the question, Jay, is what is he wearing underneath that apron? <laughs> uh, Not maybe much. no one wants to know. Uh, I don't Talking about my apron, there, man. Oh, Thank yeah, God we're on radio. Yeah. It's real clean, though. I don't know what that says about all the food. It means I'm not doing anything. These guys right here from center plate. Um, George is here tonight. He's a great chef, and it's so much fun. Okay, we'll be right back at 621 in the Mile High City. We'll take a break. Be right back. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Do you have the goods? Jay Parker here for The Goods Restaurant. If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos, warm corn tortillas, wood oven roasted veggies, pickled onions, shaved radish, tomatillo, fresh cilantro, and a house-made vegan sour cream. Wow! How about the best burger on planet Earth? One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and never any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two daily happy hours, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free, vegetarian, and vegan options. And they don't forget about the meat lovers with a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey. Rocker rum. Rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is uh, Chef Brother Luck from For My Brother Luck in Colorado Springs. Oh, man, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. And also competing on season 15 of Top Chef. You are listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hi, everybody. It's Chef Terry from Bardo in Denver. <laughs> I'm also on season 15 of Top Chef Colorado. <laughs> and you're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. Yes, we are back on iHeartRadio. Uh, Nick Gruber took off from the uh, Blue Bear Farm. That was kind of cool catching up with him. I just, oh. Brian, I love urban gardening. Oh, brother. One well, and with Nick, we could sit here and talk all night, right, Rich? I mean, this he's is awesome. Like us going down to Broken Arrow, man. I mean, we got to get there. We yeah. got to. Yeah. No, he's awesome. What and what they're doing corporately to identify local and they're spending resources. They're smart. On it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Todd Moore from Center Plate, he's kind of our uh, guide through this as we uh, navigate through the Blue Bear Farm on Wednesday for a private dinner. I can't wait to highlight that, but right now, Center Plate is uh, putting together some burgers. Oh, look at what your boy is doing look, there. John's first one. First one. Yeah, of you course imagine? he is. John no, Irvin, first one. John, we don't let chips. a girl go first there. Um, <laughs> Do we want to give these guys some of our chips or no? We got some chips. Oh, yeah, we did buy Oh, nice. A whole bunch of chips. What do we got? Well, we should only be drinking, uh, eating Rockalitas chips. Uh, This is, uh, you know, this is our our home away from home for Rockalita, I hope. We got Zach. He's putting together, looks like a uh, a Caprice burger. See what Zach's uh, putting together over there, Jay? Put that mic in Zach's face. (laughs) 
Zach is usually afraid of vegetables. I know that. Colorado um, so. Mills sunflower oil. What are you What are you putting together, Zach? I am trying the burger with the grapes. With the grapes. Oh, oh doesn't nice. that look good? Put grapes on the, a burger tonight. The pepper jack, pepper jack yeah, cheese with the, with the grapes. And, uh, yeah, a tomato and a little bit of uh, lettuce and arugula you, here. You know. Zach, this is your first time coming through Studio Kitchen, Colorado. We're not all set up yet. That's part of the deal. You, you know. don't, you know, if you're not set up yet, I don't know what else you're going <laughs> to do here. You know, little decorations on the walls, but that's about all you need. It's, we got a nice hood, cool. right? We got yeah. nice, uh, I mean, we got the grill set up, the whole nine yards, but no, it's going to get better. Well, we, yeah. we've got a friend that named Jeff that might come down and hook up some taps. I, I heard a Rourke, rumor. Plus I heard a rumor yep. about that. Got, that. And how about the sign that Zach made? Oh, yes. <laughs> the beer sign. With his bare hands. <laughs> I mean, that's incredible. <laughs> that was beer. a hobby before I had kids, and then uh, <laughs> life happened, but uh, I'm glad you guys get to enjoy it. That, that's right. Because it needs to be in a, awesome. a place special. And now, this is definitely it. That's he's awesome. making things with popsicle sticks <laughs> in, his easy, <laughs> in his easy chair. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, folks, we you got to see it. Yeah. It's yeah, we went from welding and cutting to uh, crayons and glue and uh, Legos. Legos, hey, Legos are fun. That's so. right, Dad. Why are you making a beer sign with Legos right there? <laughs> hey, listen. I don't know if it would last. <laughs> I don't know if it would last either. <laughs> One wrong move and it's gonna fall apart. Back to that, Zach. Thanks for coming here, Colorado Mill Thank Sunflower you, Oil. They are a uh, big advocate of the modern eater show, and we appreciate that so much. Well, that sunflower oil, I'll tell you, I'm an organic guy. And there was one thing that these guys talked me into because the reality is, is I, I, I started bringing in organic olive oil, organic canola, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all these organic oils for my customers. But the reality is, is we have this locally, never a GMO. Sunflower seeds That's haven't correct. been converted. They don't need to spray them with anything. They're not putting the, the synthetic fertilizers that you see because they grow like a weed, you know? And uh, so go for it, folks. Colorado Mills yeah. sunflower oil. It's so tasty. So good. Brian, when you talk about burgers, you have to have great produce. Yes, you do. I mean, yes, you truly, do. there's so much you can do with produce, with burgers, just to change the complexion of it. What'd you bring down here for us tonight, produce-wise? Oh, man, we're all in for a treat here because we've got a local lettuce from our friends at One Town Farm down south. We've got, um, we had some local yellow squash. We've got the red cabbage. Uh, more local items out there. South River Aquaponics South mushrooms. River Mushrooms. Yes, we've got a couple different kinds of mushrooms for our friends as well. Coke Farm. I'm looking. Oh, yeah, Coke Farm. My good friend, Christine. She's not local. I wish I wish she did live here. She lives in San Juan Batista, so she gets me stuff year-round. That, you know, that it's, uh, she's one of your chef's friends, um, the Coke family out there, her and Dale Coke. But then the shallots. You've got, I mean, there's, everything is organic here. We've got these sweet 100 Speaking tomatoes. of organic, he's oh, all organic. His name Bold is Robbie organic. Hunt. He's the organic man. Uh, Robbie, throw that headset on right there. Don't be shy, Robbie. Come right in. Boulder organic ice cream. I, I beg for the uh, green tea ice cream all the time. Boulder again. He is Mr. Uh, ice Cream Organic. How are you, Robbie? All the organic you want. All the organic <laughs> you want. Thanks for stopping by again. Why, thanks. I brought some uh, Boulder ice cream, some cups, and uh, some Al Gelato product that we make. He keeps us in the ice cream. He, he does. Yeah. You know, the, that's the only way you could top or, or finish off these epic burgers. The best ice cream. Is with Boulder around. ice cream. 
I agree. I agree. Here comes Chef Kaylee Boyle. Let's Hi, do Chef this. Hi, Chef Kaylee. How are you? It's 6.30 on 6.30 KHOW. Chef Kaylee is joining us again. What we're going to do, because we were behind a little bit, let's take a break and let's start talking about building these burgers. What All do you right. think, Chef? Sounds good. All right. Chef Kaylee Boyle here with us from Center Plate. She's the executive chef. This is great. Colorado Kitchen. And uh, Studio Kitchen Colorado is the place that really, what do you call it, a little rich, a culinary church? Culinary church. church. <laughs> and that's what it is. Everyone just gets together and just having so much fun. Let's this talk about some of the notables that are here tonight. Of course, Zach. Zach Kreider from Colorado Mills Sunflower Zach. Oil. We've got uh, Robbie. Robbie Hahn from Boulder Organic Ice Cream. <laughs> Cheeto. We've, we've got back Cheeto from Mexico. Areola. Just back yeah. from the What's his name trip? again? Uh, Jay? Cheeto what? Cheeto what? Chef Cheeto Areola. <laughs> <laughs> or Areola. Yeah, no. We've got Gigi, photographer. Yes, we got photographer, photographer Gigi, Gigi Youngbloods here. We've got the guys from Woodboss. We've got Chad and Jordan. Jordan's right in front of us <laughs> right here. <laughs> making a Jordan burger. Thing. I love it. He'll be on in Booze in the News. All the booze news you can use in the next hour. This is fantastic. Violet. We've got Violet Smith from the ACF is here right now. Damon Stanels from uh, Western Meat. Western. Second generation in the meat That's business That's fantastic. Here. We've did got we say, Aaron? Did we miss John? Aaron from uh, <laughs> Aaron is here from Elevation Ketchup. Yep. 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 That's a great brand as well. And, jeez. Uh, John Irving, folks. John Irving, gluten-free things. I don't think we said it. I think He we... was first in line for a burger. He was. He was the man up front. Imagine that. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. Uh, 632 in the Mile High City. We'll be right back from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. If you're hyper-local and you like food, click and taste the Modern Eater's website. Videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video too. TheModerneater.com. Hey, it's Peter Allman with South River Aquaponics. As a chef and aquaponics farmer, I get the importance of conserving our limited water supply. Did you know Colorado is suffering from the most severe drought since 2012? Water shortages are very real, especially to Colorado farmers. Now here's the good news. Aquaponic farming uses 90% less water than traditional farming, while producing four and a half times more food per square foot. Using traditional farming techniques, farmers would flood their fields with large quantities of water, leaving much of this water underutilized and just plain wasted. But because aquaponics is a recirculating system, the only water used is what the plants uptake and some very minor evaporation. South River Aquaponics has been running a 55,000-gallon system year-round for four years, and we use less than 500 gallons of water per day. Education is very important to us here at South River Aquaponics. I invite you to learn more about aquaponics at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. If you've got a business and need a website or need a graphic designer, F. Johnson Design does it all. Take the headache out of trying to build your own website or design graphics. Who has time for that? F. Johnson Design will get you up and running with a professional and great-looking website. Design sharp graphics to your specifications and have your site up faster than you think. Logo, package design, SEO coding, and more. F. Johnson Design did the Modern Eater's website. Go to themoderneater.com to check out some of their work. Reach out to F. Johnson Design at fjohnsondesign.com. Okay, back to Studio Kitchen Colorado momentarily. But right now, it's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, another hyper-local business that we love. 20 years in the business, custom installs and maintenance. This man and his wife, Jeff and Kristen Rourke, they've got a new baby. This is what it's all about. These guys will give you an A-Plus report card. All you have to do is call them. Here's what he does. You call up Jeff, and if you're pouring inefficient beer, it's terrible. Here's what's happening. You're losing money. 
Foam down the drain. Foam is money. If you're pouring inefficient beer, boys, what are you doing? You're, you're pouring, pouring your, your money, money down, down the, the drain. drain. Don't pour your money down the drain. Call Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. He can add a line, a nitro line, a water line. He can get your glycol system working efficiently. It is no bueno, no good, little rich. No bueno. No good. To I mean, seriously, I was at a bar in Cherry Creek a couple of weeks ago, and they were pouring their beer into a pitcher just to get the foam down and then pour it again into a glass. You're losing temperature. You're losing money. You're losing the whole nine yards, and Jeff Rourke from A-Plus Beverage Solutions can cure that for you. 720-272-3809. 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke in A-Plus Beverage Solutions. My name's Alex Seidel. I'm from Fruition Restaurant, Mercantile Restaurant. You are listening to us on Monardiner on iHeartRadio. Yes, you are, Chef Seidel. Thank you for tuning in to the Modern Eater Show live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. And we have to thank so many hyper-local brands, especially uh, there you were this morning, Little Rich Aspen Bread Company. Oh, my friends at Aspen Baking, Jeff Nations, uh, Bruce, they've been making some great products for a long, long time. A lot of heart and passion in that business. They have nice buns. <laughs> Some of the best buns in Colorado. Some Absolutely. of the best buns. And really, if you... Look, Phil, squeeze. I'm squeezing these buns <laughs> right now. Uh, we're plating burgers. We're cook- cooking burgers. But some of the ingredients right here, I'm so impressed because joining us along with myself, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, and Little Rich Schneider is Chef Kaylee Boyle. And, uh, I mean, I'm telling you, these ingredients... From scratch, is yeah. it is it that hard? I mean, it's a little difficult, but with no, I think it's just you know pairing the right things together. To be quite honest with you, and then whatever you have that is local and available. I mean, all of these things are local, you know, and that's what makes it kind of awesome. And then, you know, with these guys, we have so much opportunity to be creative and kind of change, you know, different profiles and and create these new burgers. So we're, it's really awesome. Are you glad with what we've turned out today? Oh man, I'm ecstatic because it's all new. You know, that this is, you know, these two guys, George and Prescott and myself, you know, we had a fantastic time and came up with new burgers. They're so. incredible. We need some better capabilities because we've <laughs> got Chef Prescott here using a spoon here <laughs> to flip these burgers. I'm sorry, my yeah, friend. Yeah, we're working on that. Yeah. Well, the grill is brand new, didn't it? I mean, that just showed up in the last, like, 24 hours. Jason Norris from 5280 yeah. Culinary yeah. right there. The, uh, I'll tell you, the innovation on these burgers, though, I can't believe that I had anything to do with even getting the ingredients that are on that table. But I mean, we were there. We were we were buying it and and, and picking it out. I, I can't believe it. Why well, I, I did like you? You drove over to Growers, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I was hauling over there. That's right. You gave us great produce, Brian, and I think that half the time, if you can just get those staples, you know, um, you're not going to find all local cheeses. You can for Wishing Farms mm-hmm. makes a mm-hmm. great cheese. Um, well, but sometimes you need just a basic cheddar folks and don't get me wrong i mean we have the ability to do it but when we're here in colorado you need to maximize if you're selling cheese you need to have a super fine cheese something that you get a premium for and trying to go against the big boys doing an organic mozzarella organic cheddar you're you're never going to win so and sometimes so that's when and i say big boys but these are small still small farms because the reality is is if you look for good ingredients you can 
find a small small batch farm that's doing cheddar at a reasonable price. And that's the thing. When anyone says, oh, I can't support local or I can't support organic, I always tell them to look twice because the reality is, is it's not as expensive as you think. You're going to get a bigger yield. I mean, these guys over at One Town Farms where we got the lettuce today, they are cutting it every single day for us. I mean, that's why some of the bigger hotels, our friend Preston over at the Hyatt, it's one of his favorite salads. He's like, Brian, all of it goes on a plate. I don't throw anything away. And if you knew yeah. how much salad we sell at the hotel, let me tell you what it's like to throw one pound away out of every bag. Yeah. You know, and so that's a thing where people don't realize. And then the, the bottom line, though, it's good for the planet, folks. You know, the reality mm -hmm. is, is when you're buying something that's local, it's only traveled maybe 20 miles to get from the farm to you. There's something about that, you know, yeah. when, you, when you're buying something that's organic and it didn't put all these petrochemicals in the soil and ruining the planet that we live on. There's something about that. And the yeah. more we tie into that stuff, folks, then I think we're changing reality. We're going to the next level. Talk organic yeah. today, Brian. Oh. <laughs> hey, who's enjoying their burger out there? Anybody like that burger? Not bad. <laughs> nice. George is plating nice. them up, right? Hey, yeah. so far, George, uh, let me give George. Come here, George, for just a second. <laughs> Hey, which burger's going the fastest right it's now? It's the jalap it's the bacon burger. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. The bacon, the bacon the is man candy. candy. The man candy. candy burger. That's going gonna on be my new license plate. Yeah. Man candy. Burger yeah. with a straw. Yeah. You had to slap my hand every time I walked by the man candy bacon. <laughs> you were after the bacon pretty hard. Yeah. What do you what do you do to make that bacon? Well Can we uh, tell the folks at home? We it's a secret recipe, but oh. I'm, I'm willing to unleash it. Uh, you are right today. now. Unleash the Kraken right now. <laughs> this one time only, George. This one time only. This is one time. This okay, it's just yeah. between us. This, this, is this exclusive. will never happen again. Studio I Kitchen, Radio Colorado. Colorado right. Kitchen. Exclusive. So what you do is you want to saute your bacon in a pan, get a lot of bacon grease, real fatty bacon. That helps. And get it all nice and crispy. And then in your other pan, you just want to make a simple caramel mixture. Uh, it's brown sugar, a little bit of water. You boil that. Uh, and then you add a little cream. To that, you want to get it to like a syrup You're constantly stage. reducing. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Melting that sugar, thickening it up, and making it good. And, you, and you're saying cream, like a heavy, heavy whipping like cream? Like a heavy, heavy, heavy whipping cream. cream. Wow. Yeah. Heavy wow. cream, and the secret is a little bit of sriracha yeah, on yeah. the internet to give Heat it the it spice. Mm -hmm. Nice. Sriracha and everything, that's yes. my cause. Um, <laughs> and then what you're going to do is, after that bacon's done, you're going to take it, you're going to dip it real gently, very gently, into the caramel mixture, <laughs> and then place it on a sheet pan. Caramel, caramel. Caramel, caramel, caramel. You say Either tomato, one. I say As tomato. long as it tastes delicious. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's what you're all about. What's your influence there, George? What do you uh, love? What do I love? Yeah, cooking. Uh, styles. Cooking styles. Well, I'm from New Orleans originally. So, I mean, anything Cajun is good. I mean, seafood, jambalaya, gumbo, You can crawfish, make a good gumbo? Fish. You're coming in. Gumbo. Oh, we got to oh, do yeah. a gumbo, gumbo. Uh, gumbo Saturday. You know, his specialty you is beignets. It's beignets. We just did whoa. some beignets at work. Cafe du Monde. Yeah. Cafe yeah. du Monde, one of my yeah. first jobs at Cafe du Monde. That'll wow. make someone want to spend the night. You know, that. Yes. that's probably why he does it. Look at him. I'm he's available, a, lady. He's a sly boy over there. I like that. Hey, it was funny because we were tagging him early on our Instagram, right? What's your Insta again? Cool what? Cool. Cool as... Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cool ass ninja, man. I like that's it, me. but it's K-O-L-A-Z-N-I-N-G-A. And that's where you can find them right now. Follow man. and like. That's and cool, subscribe. man. How long you been working with Centerplate? I've been with Centerplate eight years. Wow. Congratulations. Hey, Advanced me through my career. It's just a, great a secret, and I'm sure she will never say she has any favorites, but I, I know that there's two chefs right here. 
with Chef. I think they know exactly who they are. <laughs> what time yeah. it is? Yeah. We're equally her favorite. That is very true. We're a package deal. Yep. Me and Prescott. <laughs> you get one, you get the other. The ninjas. Yeah. Anywhere without each other. No. Well, I think I have to continue making burgers. So I just hand the microphone. You a cool ass ninja, man. I love it. <laughs> Thank you, man. I love it. Uh, George, he's great, right? No, he's We're going to get Prescott yeah. on in the next segment. But so, I want to yeah. talk about you. Let's spend the next 15 minutes talking about you, Chef Alrighty. Kaylee Boyle. Um, we'll take a break. We'll come back from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. I mean, literally, she's a married woman, has kids. I, actually, I'm very jealous of your family. <laughs> oh. It's a great setup because I'll never have it. It all passed me by a little bit. <laughs> no. It's gone. It's gone. We're, we're, I thought so until Center Blake. Honestly, that's how I met my husband, and now we it? have a family. It, yeah. You never what know what stand was that? Where, where was that? In, what stand? In <laughs> no, that's funny you say because at first he was in retail before he became the beverage manager. <laughs> so he worked in the stands. That's, yeah. that's what happens. It's yeah. all in the family. What but happens in the stands stays in the stands. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I hope no one's... As long as we're on the bleachers, not under the bleachers, <laughs> yeah. you know? Uh... Yeah. <laughs> ah, this is a good, And this is what it's all about. The, the culinary community, the um, craft cocktails, craft beer. Uh, we've got a great show for you tonight. So we're 45 minutes into the show. We're going to take a break. We fell in love with this woman, uh, Chef Kaylee Boyle. She is just a great gal. Um, she means a lot to the community. She works really, really hard. How many people work underneath you again? Oh, my. Um, let's see. So just in the kitchen alone in the three different departments, there's probably about 40, and that's just culinary. This is convention center. Correct. Only, yeah. Yep. And so I do um, support the Limelight Supper Club and the Denver Performing Arts Complex. You gave me a tour. Nice. I did. I want to talk about that tour and everything else that's center plate in the Colorado Convention Center. Remember, center, center plate chef, he's a friend of the show, over at uh, Bronco Stadium in Mile High. His name's Chef Chris Dijon. You've heard him on the show a few times, but we've got his colleague here tonight, and Chef Kaylee Boyle is going to return in In the Kitchen. That'll be next right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale, taste lavender tripel, and the distinct horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully sourced spices and herbs enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, look us up online at sojournerbeers.com and remember to drink globally, locally. Hey, Colorado, this is Brian Freeman, owner of Growers Organic and a host on the Modern Eater Talk Show. Growers Organic is a Colorado sourcing company who provides Colorado's greatest chefs 
with the best organic produce. I've been partnering with local and regional farms for the last 20 years, and our returning customers know they can count on us over and over again. Chefs who receive the highest rating on Good Food 100 choose Growers Organic for their organic produce needs because we're experts at bridging the gap between the farm and the table. Join us in the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Whose cuisine reigns supreme? You're listening to the Modern Eater Show. The ultimate gourmet challenge. And it's time for In the Kitchen. Brought to you by Gluten-Free Things. A dedicated gluten-free and vegan bakery in Arvana. Here we are. We are back. We are are back back in the Modern Culinary Kitchen here. And right here, the new Modern Eater Studio. Studio Kitchen. It's Studio Kitchen. This is live and real tonight with all these chefs, all these great people. Rich, jump right in, please. Oh, this is. I had to grab a burger myself. I I mean, these things have been teasing me. They're (laughs) off to the side by about six feet for what's it been almost an hour. Yeah. And I'm hungry. And so. I, I'm like, I had to get one, but I did something, you know, Greg, we had the conversation, Jay and Greg and I, the other day about, we don't trust people that cut a hamburger in half before they eat it. Greg does it, isn't it? Wasn't oh, it you, really? Greg? Well, I, I got to hear, you didn't why don't trust, we trust people someone that cut their hamburger, cuts their hamburger before you eat it? You don't cut your hamburger in half? I, I did. I do. I do. I do. I do. All the, every was it sandwich, no, everything. No, no, no. First of all, I want to see the meat. Not, you do not cut your hamburger. I mean, yeah. now listen, if you want to check temperature, that's, you can make an argument for that, okay. <laughs> but... I don't cut them. I just Why? I, I don't I, I like to ho- I like the whole burger. I like to hold the whole burger. When I cut it in half and I eat each side like What little... if you don't eat the whole burger? Oh, come on. I like how he says That's that though. Happening. This is a man who likes to put it in his hands. <laughs> um, and, you yeah. know. Yeah. I like to know what I'm working with. Jay, you're you're just opening up a whole nother class of, of dates here live. John Urban's person. on his second it. burger. Yeah. All right, keep it classy, boys. Here we go into the In the Kitchen segment. And that's truly when we uh, talk to chefs in the kitchen and like to really talk about what they're doing. But Chef Kaylee Boyle, it's really interesting because when you talk about chefs and you go into the uh, kind of, I want to say, big batch, you're making big batches of Uh, stuff. Very large, yeah. Give us an idea of what Center Plate does in the convention center. Uh, We do everything from uh, small 10-person plated all the way to we have a group coming in at the end of this month that's 8,000 a day for What's the largest? What's the largest you've The largest we've done um, was Microsoft MGX, and they were 10,000 every meal period. Wow. Yeah. How do you put that together? It takes days it and takes an army. Days, yeah, it? yeah, and it, and it's and really yeah, it's really it's easy to keep everything warm as it comes out, right? Well, <laughs> yeah, we usually do multiple fires in in that situation just so we don't compromise the quality of the product that we're putting out because we want the first guest and the ten thousand guest to have the exact same experience. I, so I admire you. That's it. tough. That is, is tough. Yeah, but we have these guys, you know. Um, we have a lot of, of tiers and a lot of management and some fantastic chefs that are really passionate about what they do as much as I am. So that's why we work well together. Well, as you're hanging out with three old guys right now, <laughs> I consider you a young lady. And you've been with uh, Center Plate, I think you said... Eight or eight going on nine years now. Eight or yeah. nine years. Yeah. So congratulations to you thank as well. You, thank so you. this is your team. I mean, this is like your band. Right? Yes. I mean, I mean, we've grown up together, if that's how you want to put nice. it. You know. Well, we've you're only all, thirty now, so that uh, that makes no. sense. Twenty-one when you started. Thirty plus six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thirty plus six. Thirty plus six. I'm trying to help you out here, Kaylee. Yeah. You're not okay. supposed to I'm tell me. She doesn't need it. No. It. What's fantastic about Centerplate, just as a company, is how much they want to promote within and and keep these teams together because 
the producing and the quality just does nothing but get better if we, you know, are comfortable with each other. Yeah. And we're with each other so much, you know, so it's, it's fantastic. So with developing, and it's kind of like a distillery, you distill it, these ideas down to what works. Right. 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 And, in, you know, in, in our business, being at a convention center, a lot of it is client-based. So we do have a lot of opportunity to do custom even for those big groups. So cool. it allows all of these guys to be creative and myself. And I mean, that's, that's what center plays about. So speaking of creativity, when I said to you, all right, Kaylee, I need your help. Yes. <laughs> here it is, chef. Um, we want to do a, bur- a burger theme, right. which you see here tonight. Yeah. And I said, could you email me some ideas for burgers? Where do you get that creative influence to where you, you just put out five delicious burgers right off the bat? Uh, well, I think about, just different flavor profiles, to be quite honest with you. So I think about what the texture of the meat, you know, the potential fatty content, you know. So you have, like, your, your mouth coating. Then you need um, a cheese or a dairy to something cut that, an acid, a tomato, grape, you know, a pickled cabbage, and then, you know, some earthy textures, mushrooms, that kind of stuff. So I try to put them all together. L- let me not jump too far, but... What's the most unique and interesting thing that you've ever had someone come and ask you to prepare over at the convention center? Oh, man. We I mean, are they looking stuff. for you to plate stuff? And Oh, no, we do huge plated. Absolutely. Really? We do three-course, you know, four-course plated for ballrooms full, 5,000 people. And so, yeah. again, I'm coming at you. What's the most unique, mm-hmm. interesting, oh, inspiring? Was there ever something that someone came in and said, Chef Kaylee? Make yeah. this for me, and you're like, oh, my gosh, why didn't I ever think about that? It's probably sauces, I would imagine, it, it, like that. lamb lollipops. With, I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to well, speak Well, we just it. actually had the Sodexo in and Centerplate VP meeting, and it was, I hope they're not listening, but budgetless. I mean, they let us go. They let, and we all sat together, and we came up with this menu using the farm, using our local purveyors and everything like that, and they literally let us create from the bottom up. And we did fresh cedar plank salmon. We actually got local wood to build our tables, Stranahan barrels. I mean, we went all the way through it. I mean, we got, you know, baby beets from our farm and carrots, and it's mostly that that inspires us, is to have the availability of the farm like so local where we're walking over there we're like oh man let's do baby carrots you know and we pick them out of the ground i'm gonna get a little in the weeds but your boss todd moore yes so todd this local and and that's what we hang our our hats on is uh local but more and more and i commend you guys it's like uh, you know this local aspect we need to be able to cultivate we need to be able to draw from what is the importance of that when you could just say you know, listen, that's not our thing. If you're looking for that, go head down the street. No, I think it, it, it is awesome to put it on a menu, right, and to say local blue bear farm basil or whatever. It's also a big part of us, though. I mean, it gets us back into the food. It gets us originally what we're doing. You know, when you get to certain levels of being a chef, you sit at a desk. I yep. mean, we'll be honest, you're doing labor budgets yes, and forecasting. But to be able to go out to the farm and kind of bring you back to why you mm-hmm. decide to do something like this. It's really inspiring for all of us, and that's where a lot of our menus come from. Do you Correct have, me if I'm it, wrong, sorry. Brian. Doesn't this burger taste so much better with the story? Yeah. Oh, hell, heck yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, heck, heck yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, I, I'm the potty mouth here, but, but I'm just, I, I, I want to ask, do you ever, like, send anyone for a timeout in the garden? You know, and you're like, that's what you're like, yeah. you like, you got to get centered again. Good I mean, no, no, no puns on the center, center plate, plate, but yeah. yeah, but like, uh, you know, because listen, I know 
be any any of us nowadays. Business is stressful. It is. Work is can be stressful. We're meeting deadlines. Right. We've well, got and a connecting lot of with the actual garden because let's face it, um, some of the great you know the lettuce is not born in the back. Yeah. Well, and that's uh, and know. that's the thing. But and that's where I'm going with this right. conversation is because it, it's all about the food that we're growing. Right. And if we can get our hands in the dirt. And really take that back right. to the kitchen for a second with a little inspiration. And we do. When we let the departments go out there and actually harvest, Nick will tell us how to ensure that we're not, you know, hurting the plants or anything like that. But he gives us a lesson on how to harvest. And the departments will actually go out there. The The bake shop will go get the strawberries that they're going to dip. And Garmage goes and clips the lettuce and the basil and the herbs to make dressings and salads and stuff like that. It's a team building experience. Because they go out there, they get to see exactly what it's what it is and how we grow and kind of what we're we're meant to do. So maybe this question would be suited a little bit better for Todd, but I think so. Todd Moore, um, center plate boss. What's his title? Do you he's know? the GM. He's the GM. Yes, yeah. he's um, a bigwig. He yeah. is the the guy. But yes, I mean think about it. There's that urban garden right there, a tap downtown on Spear Stout Street beautiful garden you see it right from spirit that yep. urban gardening what is that i mean you didn't have to do that but it means no. something to the community as well no it absolutely does is there I an mean, educational piece to that yeah i mean it, it, there absolutely is we do tons of tours in there and we do um different groups metro has a culinary program so they come over and mm -hmm. do it emily griffith we have a partnership with we show them they can go in the farm and do all kinds of stuff over there too like i said it's inspiring chefs and students and all of that to really think about what they're doing and to have ingredients in its most natural state, you know, coming from the dirt into your hand onto a plate. When you you've know, got the bees, something. the hives as we well. We do have the bees, yeah. And got your own honey. This year will be um, our first year. We struggled a little bit, you know, kind of figuring out the placement. I mean, they have to be able to um, pollinate, right? So figuring out where the best place for those beehives to be. Um, I think we finally got it down. Uh, but this year will be our first year that we'll actually get some honey. You nice. built yeah. your own uh, urban ecosystem, which I yeah. totally admire. And uh, more than one person contributes to that. And Chef Kaylee Boyle, along with uh, Nick Gruber, who you heard from earlier, uh, we've got a lot of ground to cover in the next hour. Stick around. Hour two is always off the hook. I right. know. It just gets better. We just get a little more <laughs> lubricated around here. Things get easy. I don't even just... know what that means, Brian. <laughs> Brian Freeman back in the saddle. It's good to see you back here, Brian. You were off the last couple of weeks. Jay Parker, he's man in the cam. Go check out our Facebook. Just search out The Modern Eater. You'll see us right there. Little Rich Schneider in the house. We're running around. Chef Kaylee Boyle will continue. That'll be coming up next in the second hour, live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. It is the Modern Eater Show. How about a bite to eat? It's time for the second course, hour number two of the Modern Eater. What are you hungry for? Here's to a meal we're all here for. Delicious and tasty. Now we're getting to the good stuff. With your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Yes, indeedy, Mr. Tweedy. We are live right here from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman back in the saddle, and Little Rich Snyder. Hang He's here. <laughs> Barely seen over the table, but I'm here, darn it. <laughs> Ingredients, I'm telling you, uh, it's the reason for the season. Tailgating, you're cooking burgers, you want to impress your guests. We're going to tell you how to make the uh, all-Colorado burger. 
And um, we've made that tonight with the help of Chef Kaylee Boyle, the executive chef of Center Plate at the Convention Center. Uh, good good uh, writing there, Brian. Hey, you like that? That's ketchup. That's <laughs> ketchup. Elevation ketchup. Uh, Chef Kaylee Boyle, ingredients are everything, right? Yes. I mean, a lot of times, if you're working with great ingredients, you just let them speak for themselves. Agreed. As much as you love to make everything from scratch, you can even make ketchup from scratch, right? Oh, sure. Absolutely. I love to see this, though. You look on the ingredients list. This is actual food, and I appreciate <laughs> yeah. this. Bringing actual food is Aaron Wagner from Elevation Ketchup. I love your brand. Thank you. Aaron, yeah. this is fantastic stuff. Uh, anytime that you can go to that ingredients list and you can read everything, pronounce it, know that it's food, Brian. Wait, someone took high fructose corn syrup out of ketchup? What's wrong with you, man? Hey, trying Every to clean up the act. Yeah, shouldn't there be sugar levels so we get addicted to stuff? and uh, Chemicals? And yeah. No. So when you talk about burgers and fries, ketchup. There it is. Right? Lots of ketchup. You need it. What got you into the ketchup business? An accident made some, our original is actually an old, old family recipe from the late 1800s. It has been passed around and my, my grandma made it and I remember it smell up the whole house for about a week. Uh, and then my brother gave me the recipe and I made some and gave it to some friends and ended up in Daniel Asher's hands. He's like, oh, I love it. I want it in both restaurants. That's when they had two restaurants. And Chef Asher was here last this time last week. Yeah, he was here son. with yeah. his uh, his kid renamed himself like uh, <laughs> Xander. <laughs> yeah, Zoolander. He's, he's got he was it. on the show. Uh, he was, you he was on this show. So Dad's letting him watch good shows. I like to hear good, that. Good, I yeah, like to hear yeah. that. So when great chefs see that you're making good products and they're like, hey, you're on to something here, then you build a brand around that? I mean, how does that work? Yeah, then we found a commissary and we're making it in 15 gallon pots the first batch was 15 gallons and took like eight hours and nobody was talking and it was it wasn't very fun uh and so then, yeah, what were you were you farmer where were you hustling your ketchup at uh well luckily we started with the big guys and then you know with daniel and then met biker jim and then so i met i was lucky enough to meet all the right people in the very beginning yeah so we really started at the top well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Maybe they're the top guys because they got in touch with Aaron. Maybe. Saying, could be. You know? could be. <laughs> Shift the paradigm. I like that, Rich. I like that. You just blew my mind, Rich, on that one. But truly, here you are making ketchup. And um, we're at National, or, uh, Natural Grocers today. Yep. Uh, you're adorning their shelves, yep, right? Yep. You've got shelf space there. Yep. Those uh, obviously, people are paying attention. What, in your estimation, do you believe why they're paying attention to your products right now? Uh, chefs are the, or you know, the general customer. Really, chefs are because they want to serve something cleaner and healthier, and 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 that's really what's driving it. And you know, for us, if if a chef buys it through Cisco or Shamrock or one of you know cheese importers, whoever it is. It's actually cheaper than the Heinz high fructose corn syrup. So we've created the new all natural with wow. a super clean product that is is similar to a Heinz, what Heinz calls the Simply Heinz, which actually has real sugar in it. Um, and we've actually priced that cheaper than than the Heinz high fructose. And that's really what's catapulted our our success on the chef side. And then you know people are having it in restaurants, and then they go out and they buy it. At, 
vitamin cottage or whole foods or well, and sprouts Aaron, or let me jump in here because you're you're actually we spoke a year ago yeah. about this so i don't know if i'm allowed to say this you stuff yet say whatever you I'm, want I'm there's no rules the out of the bag so i mean he's also doing the little mini packets the 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 bags for the the restaurants yeah, right so yeah. they can refill then also you've got new product development though so tell yeah, us about yeah. that you've got some things on the horizon that no one knows about so the sugar free was one of the ones that we did for uh for the edible beets group the root no added India. sugar sugar free sugar no added sugar so it's real tomatoes and we actually oh. use a coconut nectar so nice. it's you know and it, you can't even tell so what we've done is we you know reduce the sodium to offset it so it's t you still get that sweet taste that you would accept. I'm going to taste it. And and Rich, I'm going to give you a massage with that later. <laughs> Sugar-free massage. <laughs> with, the with the coconut? Come oh, on, yeah. man. It could be okay. Huh? Rich, said you said keep up for it that? clean in the last <laughs> hour. <laughs> what? Massages are clean? Uh, what are you yeah. talking about? Right away, I think of a pickle reference, but we'll, we'll save that for later. Sriracha? So, yeah, we did the sriracha with Kelly from Murph's Condiments. Uh, she's making this killer sriracha, and we... So, about almost two years ago, for for the Denver Flea, which is actually going on right now, I said, let's do a sriracha ketchup. Let's do something fun. And we made, I think, 90 cases. We ended up selling them at $8 a bottle. And it, I, I thought people were crazy, but it's, the stuff is really, really good. Um, so we had so much success with that that we continue to make it, and, and people people love it. My little brother drives around with a bottle of that in his, in his cup holder. He goes into restaurants. He's got his own own bottle he brings. Well, and Aaron, Brian Freeman, That's again, the way it you've be. got other products, though. You've got something on the horizon we are, besides ketchup, don't yeah. you? You've been trying to get it out of yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm working it. I'm yeah. working it. So we, we now are doing some stuff. Uh, View House is a big is a big partnership of ours so we do do their their barbecue sauce and we've been doing that for a while you know they're trying to get you know as they grow they're they're trying to get more consistency so we're doing some of that stuff and now we do their their bloody mary mix which is really good it's nice. killer stuff so um and we're working on some on a mustard that's where i was yeah, going thank I, I you were, ladies and gentlemen were. and finally uh, uh, we reeled that uh, one we in were, there. we were gonna we were looking for to see today we yeah were to no. see if you have a mustard we do and we taste test it with chef daniel and he's it was awesome we were at actually a restaurant depot he pulls a spoon out of his pocket i'm like you have a spoon in your pocket of course oh, yeah aaron <laughs> get some down he goes, here get he goes, some down here it's please. good it's good so now our challenge is and it's not as easy as just making something then it's the packaging it's the labeling and then it's it's a it's a big project to get something from the the little pot on the stove to where it needs to be and then the distribution and everything so the mustard that we've we've got that that uh we're working on is is really good nice. it's good it's, story, it's a simple mustard it's nothing complex you know it's it's a table mustard it's something like that, yellow or a it's a yellow mustard or, okay, okay, it's a yellow nice. mustard yeah so it's something that we would you know because now we work with jp from children's that was at children's yeah. hospital so yeah. he's awesome. acf he is Colorado awesome. chef's association yeah, really he is awesome so he went through and did the you know got rid of all the sugar or a lot of the sugar in this children's is hospital awesome. isn't that good yeah. so as awesome. i hear the stories aaron, aaron wagner here elevation mm -hmm. ketchup as i hear the stories I like food tastes better with the story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just where, so as the apostles grow, because I'm one of them, yeah. and and I I don't like to bad mouth other people, but what different differentiates yourself from other streamlined ketchups? Well, it's just so much cleaner, you know. And our tomatoes, from the time they're picked. 
to the time they're packed and shipped to us is four hours. Do you have partnerships with certain farms that grow we do. Your tomatoes? Yep, yep, we do. Yep. Can and you mention very, any of those? I'd rather not. Top yeah. secret, I'd rather not. Brian, yeah. you're the same. But one. they're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> our, our tomatoes when they come, I mean, it's like ice cream. They're so fresh, and you can you can just tell. And that's one of the big things. Like, it's it's fun to see little kids two years old. You know that. They eat it and they can't stop eating it because you, they get that freshness. And you can actually, that's why tomatoes are fruits. Like, that's the defining thing because it's so fresh, it gives that pop. Like, Where's the production facility? Right here, like a mile away, 6th and Sheridan. Really? Yep. What yep. do you do, the conundrum of growth? You know, here we are, we can cut corners, we can get less uh, inexpensive products, we can do a certain, certain thing that may diminish, but you may not notice as the consumer how do you keep a clean product and grow we've added more automation so our thing is you know we were talking earlier the the first bottles of ketchup that we sold was the same you know was eight dollars a bottle for 12 for 12 ounces that's crazy so as we've grown we're able to push the price down more and more and more because we're becoming more efficient so when we built this new facility we had a 250 gallon kettle that was it then we had it added a hundred gallon kind of as a test kettle so we could do some of the small stuff like we do for view house and now we have a 400 gallon kettle that is all vacuum insulated so it's super efficient the, the mixing time and everything like it gets hot in 40 minutes 400 gallons and it's super efficient like it's crazy wow. how efficient, but because it's all That's vacuum fantastic. insulated, so but the outside is, is ice cold and the insides, you know. Don't hardened. you love though? He goes against the big boys, and that's the thing that I love. I mean, to me, that's the most inspirational thing. Someone like Rich at Rockalitas, our friend Aaron at Elevation. You guys are taking a local brand that can go nationwide, worldwide, because you're not afraid of where the big boys have set a price. They've, and we don't know if it's fair or not. Are you afraid of going nationwide, worldwide? We'll, by gonna... the end of the year, we'll be in 22 Cisco houses, mm -hmm. nice. which is pretty That's crazy. amazing. Yeah. But the, the thing is, like, what the advantage Rick, Rich and I have is that we are in the community with all these chefs that pay attention. Without the chefs, yeah, we're nothing. I'm not, I'm, not in the, I'm not in the food business at all. Like, that's the thing is they, we have such an awesome community that they're like, oh, hey, do you know this guy? You got to go mm -hmm. talk to this guy. You got to go talk to this. And, and it's, it's this crazy community of people that are passionate about food and how, who makes it and how it's made and how it was cared for. Like, mm -hmm. there's nothing, there's nothing like, the, like this city. I mean, we, we work yeah. in Sacramento. We work in, yeah. in, in L.A. We're in Chicago. And it's so different. Like Cutthroat. you can say, oh, well, yeah, here it's like, oh, you got to go see this guy here. Tell him I called you. And I've been to Chicago and met with some of these guys, some of Daniel's friends. And it's still like, oh, who are you? It's kind of like you're selling yellow pages. Mm -hmm. Like here, it's like, oh, here, what do you need? You know, you know, yep, sit sure. down, let's yeah. have a beer. What, you know, it's yeah. so different. So As we're very lucky for that. As you described that studio kitchen, Colorado, you basically just described that as chefs come through. I'm hoping you're going to outfit us with a lot of delicious ketchup. Of course, absolutely. Here. Right down the yeah, road, I'll drop awesome. it off on my way home. Well, and that's the spirit, though, Craig. I would uh, I would compliment you and the modern eater because that is the spirit of what the modern eater is about. It's, it's a, embracing all these people in our community and saying, "Give me your ideas. Come in. I'm creating a platform for you." Um, and I think that's what great entrepreneurs do, and I think that's what the Modern Eater does to spread the word across Colorado and, and soon further. We truly you know. just want to be the aggregate to tell stories, and mm -hmm. that's what we're all yep. about. Love yeah. your story. Yeah. Thank you so awesome. much. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Is. Appreciate it. Well, I mean, Aaron Wagner, Elevation Ketchup.
check it out. I mean, uh, far and wide. Are you in uh, King Supers as well? Not yet, but that's something we're looking at. Yeah. Um, so it would probably be a, a repackage deal into a little bigger bottle. It's um, coming soon. Yeah, it is. I mean, we're growing. We're, we're targeting. Really, we're super focused on schools now, yeah. elementary schools. We just picked up St. Vrain, so they start on, on Wednesday. So we're getting all that. You're talking about us, by us taking over that program with a and they're not the biggest. Jeffco is, is one of the biggest. They've got 90,000 students. I'm glad they care about yeah. it. They, they buy three, three truckloads of ketchup a year. Wow. So Good wow. brands flock together yeah. in national. Yeah. Got, well, it's, the, it's the corn question. syrup that these kids aren't yep. going to ingest. Richie. That's, got, that's the quick, key. Quick question, Aaron. Uh, if you're a restaurant, where can I get your ketchup? If I'm a consumer, Cisco. Where can I buy Cisco, Cisco. Shamrock? Every distributor carries it now. Yep. And yep. even the even nice, the little nice. guys, the local yep. local foods. Cheese importers, local. Cheese and cheese yep. and local. Guys, yeah. yeah, Sarah and Tom awesome. at Cheese awesome. Importers, yep. local. We need to get you in a Talco too. Our friends yep. over there. Yep. The Laritas. We yep. we got to get yep. elevation everywhere, folks. So when you're out, ask for it. By, by name. name. Yep. I mean, truly. Exactly. By name. And just a class act, Aaron Wagner, Elevation Ketchup. Uh, thank you for so much for Absolutely. joining us here and giving us this great ketchup for yeah, tonight's yeah. burgers. You great need spot. this. Uh, Go, this is awesome. Seek it out by brand, Elevation Ketchup. Probably ElevationKetchup.com. You know what we got to do? Yeah. ElevationGourmet.com. Yeah. Elevation or Elevation Gourmet. Ketchup. It'll, we need to have Cheeto because a lot of uh, chefs will use ketchup as the base for a ceviche, for like a shrimp cocktail. Ooh, yeah. And we've got to have Cheeto make one with well, elevation. Well, it's the cocktail, a whole new use. cocktail de Cameroon. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. You're not far away, are you? No. Okay. No. Right uh, down the street. Yeah. Uh, we, I think the modern eater needs to go down and do a tour because yeah. we need to check it out. We've we need to see the production facility and all and that done. is. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've added a lot of fun automation, which is fun to know. watch you grow. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, years it's ago, crazy. I think four years ago, we did a dumpster dinner where we took... Yeah, and you were there with us, yep. supporting us. So yeah, thank absolutely. you for supporting of the course. community. Yeah, anytime. We really well, that's, I'm gonna that's the most fun right of it. Aaron, thank you so much. <laughs> yes, okay, absolutely. we're going to take a break. We're going to come right back. Who's next, Jay? Prescott. 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 It's coming up next right here <laughs> from Studio Kitchen, Colorado, Center Plate Chef uh, Prescott. Chef Prescott. What's Chef Prescott's last name, Kaylin? Uh, Jones. Prescott Jones. Mm -hmm. What a smile. <laughs> These guys you have around you are great. Yeah. You've really put a great team together. Well, I'm just super lucky to have them. You totally are. George, yeah. it's like, uh, George, you want to stick around after the show? He's like, uh, don't ask me twice. I'm having fun. <laughs> yeah. And so are we from Studio Kitchen mm -hmm. Colorado. Back in a flash right here, Studio Kitchen Colorado on iHeartRadio. If you're hyper-local and you like food, click and taste the Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video too. TheModerneater.com. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale, taste lavender tripel, and the distinct horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully sourced spices and herbs enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, 
Look us up online at SojournerBeers.com, and remember to drink globally, locally. Hi, this is Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers. Spring is here, and it's time to check out our spring lineup of Belgian-style ales. We have classic Belgian styles like doubles and triples, quads, wit beers, and Belgian IPAs, plus spring seasonals, fruit beers, wild beers, and barrel-aged specialties. All of our beers are handcrafted in small batches and served fresh. Brews Beers is in Midtown at 67th and Pecos. We're open seven days a week with great food trucks every day and loads of free parking. We're even dog-friendly. And if you're planning a business or private event, we'll host it for you and make it a memorable experience. Find out why everyone's talking about the award-winning Belgian-style beers at Brews. Remember to check out our website, brewsbeers.com, for upcoming taproom and special bottle releases. For great Belgian-style beers, it's Brews Beers, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. See you soon. Love Brews Beers. I also love Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. 20 years in the business, I'm telling you. Brewers, restaurants, bars, you've got to get a hold of Jeff Rourke. If you've got a little bit of age and miles on your business, it's time for a checkup, and you can get an A-plus on your draft systems. Your draft systems are so important to your bottom line. That's where you're making your money off of your beer. Custom installs and maintenance drafts are so important. Jeff Rourke in A-plus Beverage Solutions believes foam is money. It truly is He'll, you can call him in. He will take a look at your draft line. He'll give res- recommendations. Do you need a new water line? Do you need a, a new nitro line? The whole nine yards. Resolute Brewing Company, Punchbowl Social, Lost Highway Brewing, Old Chicago. These are guys that trust Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, and so do I. I'm telling you, give him a call. 720-272-3809. 720-272-3809. Thirty-eight oh nine. It's Jeff Work in A Plus Beverage Solutions. Woo! Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny. We all love Belgian beer. Brewmaster at Brews Beers. What the f- wrong with you? <laughs> You're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Speaking of Charlie Gottenkenny and Brews Beers, we've got a new copy for him, and every drink is a bright red sour beet saison. Uh, go check it out right there at Brews Beers in Midtown. Uh, their bourbon barreled Belgium Strong Dark Ale. It'll come to Brews and Brews Beers in Colorado is the premier Belgian style brewery. They do badass Belgium style beers like nobody else. Brews is at 67th and Peco Street, just north of downtown Denver. They're artisanal, small batch Belgium style beers. Try their new wit beers, IPAs. Saisons and Trappist style beers, plus sours, barrel aged sours, and uh, special fall releases are coming to you. They have food trucks and daily uh, a, a bistro next door. Brian, you've been to um, what? What's the bistro called next door? It's right Ooh, downtown. Oh, and She's, I know, I know her too. But uh, what's the what's the uh, bistro next to Brews Beers? You remember that, Jay? Bistro next to Brews Beers. Yes, remember um, that woman. She's a backstage. lovely woman. Backstage, backstage coffee. Backstage, yep, backstage Backsta- coffee. And it's a, backstage is right by the convention center yeah. as yep. well. Her other shop, yep. So food trucks, dog-friendly, tasting room. Um, Chris Fall weather is upon us. They have a spacious outdoor patio. The holidays are coming up. Ask about their uh, private parties at Brews Beers. Check out what's happening at Brews Beers on social media or their website, brewsbeers.com. That's B-R-U-Z, beers, spelled B-R-U-Z, 
beers.com at 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. Come on down and take a taste of some badass Belgium-style beers. It's Brews Beers. They'll be a part of our dinner on Wednesday night at the uh, Blue Bear Farm. Make it even better. Uh, I'm telling you what. Oh, and that Charlie is such a sweetheart, Oh, my God. Never someone nicer. You know, yeah. when you know the story of him and what he what he puts into his beers. Yep, I'll tell you what um, makes you want to drink a Belgian. Set the stage again, live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, running around. If you want to check us out on Facebook, Facebook Live right now on the Modern Eater page, along with Instagram. Is uh, Cheeto? Are you running around with Instagram? No, <laughs> it's hard to find good help. Anymore. He's on the job now. He's on the but job. But when now. you have the executive chef from Las Delicias and you um, put him up with Instagram, he's actually great at Instagram. What's your Instagram name, Cheeto? Chef Cheeto. Chef Cheeto. C-H-I-T-O. Uh, as we continue right here from Studio Kitchen Colorado, we just had great Colorado burgers. And Chef Kaylee Boyle is here with us as well. Why don't you do the introductions? This is a great guy right here. Oh, man, I would love to. So... Uh, Prescott Jones is our banquet chef. He's been with us for five years and been promoted up from a supervisor. So, again, just promoting within. Very, very supportive. Chef Prescott Jones, welcome to the Modern Eater Show, my friend. Yes, sir. Thank you. I love it. let, Let us hear some background, too. Where did he come from? Where did he come from there? Well, I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. How far back do you want to go? Yeah. His mother's yeah. womb yeah. in Indiana. 1983. Oh, I like this. Methodist Hospital. But, uh, but uh, your, your passion, your culinary, your culinary drive, where did it come from? Well, actually, it came from, you know, moving up since being a busboy and then finally getting in the kitchen and then watching mom. Cook. I knew it was mom. It's always mom. It's always mom. It's always mom. Standing on a stool and just watching her. And she always used to say, there's no recipes for this, so don't expect it again. Yeah, a pinch <laughs> of this. So I have a lot of problems with, like, writing things down. And <laughs> yeah, it's just fly by the seat of your pants. Duplication yeah. is yeah. tough. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. By taste. Yes. Right? Yeah. By taste is always now, good. Now, which burger tonight were you responsible for? On a the, little on the bit of all line? of them. Yeah. You, were in, you, were, yeah. you were in there all over. Yeah. Actually, it's a team effort. So everything is, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, Chef Boyle. Yeah. I mean, talk about that, Chef Kaylee Boyle. Here it is. You dream up these things, and then your chefs execute them well. Yeah. But you also get influence from them. How does that work out so that you can truly be a team? Well, I think it it's super crucial because we've all had different backgrounds in the culinary field. I mean, we all come from somewhere different. Whether it's you know Indianapolis, I'm from Jersey. You know, George is from New Orleans. We all have different things we're into and techniques and all that kind of stuff. I came from restaurants, you know, and so I have different ideas on plateds and, you know, different ingredients to put together. So I think it does nothing but be the most beneficial thing is to have all of these minds together. I think that's the best way to come up with the best menu. You have to do that as you're executing your kitchen, which, you know, you're mm-hmm. the boss at the end of the day because yeah. it all lays on you. Oh, no. It, all, yeah. it all rolls downhill. <laughs> but you get these guys like this. I mean, George and Prescott, and they all have creative ideas. Um, you'll take that input, but at the end of the day, how do you encourage them to have their own creativity within the system? Well, I think it's... I think they get more motivated when they see their items written down on paper. And then they get to go to a ballroom filled with 5,000 people and see that, man, that's my, that's my brine. That's my specific, 
you know, vegetable, you know, herbs or, or whatever it is to see the, the faces of the customers that are actually consuming it, it motivates them to continue to do it. And I, I think that's the best way to showcase passion and creativity. So, Chef Jones, what's your end game? What are you looking to do, man? I mean, a big TV star? Any more these days? You know, chefs, they see the TV. Chances are that's not going to happen. Yeah. But no. being fulfilled within <laughs> the culinary community, right? What fulfills you at the end of the day, Chef? Oh, man, I don't know. Smiling faces is what oh, you're yeah. supposed to say. <laughs> yeah. I well, set you up there, yeah, Chef. Yeah. yeah. Smiling faces of people enjoying your food. I don't know. Maybe the beach. Just retiring on the beach. <laughs> really? Yeah. All right. All right. Fish tacos. But I, 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 I got to tell you, I love the looking looking at this. This is the next generation, folks. This is the next generation. Guys like George over here. Look at the smile on his face. You hated being here tonight, right, George? This this was terrible. He's just a kind of a happy yeah. guy. It's well, someone this who loves to get in long. the kitchen. Is it really? This is all day long. You know. And you know something else? He's the best hugger. You've had a I'll bad be, day. This give guy me a right hug. Here. Let me George, come on. Let me get a hug hand right hand. here. Come around here. I well, need a hug. And so, what I would say to George is one of the places <laughs> Careful, that George. I got inspiration so nice. in my Oh, he's a great hugger. Man. Oh, and he gave the little the rub around the back thing. Come on now. I'm gonna get yep. another one of. Them. Well, you were right. You were right about that. Ah, yes, um, George, you are a great hugger. Well, but no, talk about his, his, listen, his motivation, being in New Orleans. One of the first places I went was uh, with the European seating was K-Paul's. He has no headset. And it's Prescott uh, right now. Okay, Prescott, we'll bring it back in. We'll bring it into Indy. Let's but, talk you about know, your mom, Prescott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't want to put him on the spot, you know. I really liked, uh, but I liked the vibe. I think Prescott's got, you know, he's got room to grow, and he's just figuring yeah. out who he is. And that's what I think Prescott said to us tonight. How old are you? Yeah, that was my 35. 35? Nice. He's got no more room to grow. Yeah. It's oh, time. Oh, he does. You got to do it yeah, now. Right. No, 35 is the right age. No, I think he's, How he's making been in the, the industry? perfect impact. How long have you been in the uh, industry? I think this will be 19 years. 19 wow. years. Wow. Congratulations. Wow. Thank you. You know, Rich, you talk about it all the time, this certain um, mentality. Of, it's this servitude that you feel. Talk uh, about that just a uh, bit. Absolutely. Well, that's probably the one thing that everyone in this room has, that gene, that, that desire uh, to be of service to others, of servitude. That's when we're at our best. That's when we're, we're our happiest. And uh, that's, that's the thing. And that's what's fun about this. I mean, everybody is kind of serving everyone else in here. And how nice it is, I, I'm going to probably go out on a little bit here, but how nice it is that we're usually we're all serving everyone else, and here we're all serving each other. And it's like, wow, someone took care of me. Yeah, yeah the ideas yeah. that get kicked around in environments oh. like this, is w which, I, I mean, it's so humbling to yeah. as we're embarking on this journey of a bare bone kitchen. And thank you for bringing so much <laughs> no here. Problem. Hey, we got today. salt this week. Yeah, <laughs> you have well, a, a pretty extensive um, spice collection. Spice collection. I know. Thank you, Italco awesome. Food Products, yeah. for that. Um, that's fantastic. Listen, guys like you guys. I mean, I mean seriously, Prescott, uh, George, the team that you create, you hang on to them, right? Yeah. But inevitably, they're going to move on. Yeah, I, and, and that's, you, the, and you that's want the end to. game. Absolutely, that's, that's the goal for right. you. Well, and that's the same goal for me. I mean, it will. The one thing about Center Plate that's so amazing is the opportunity. And now with the Sodexo merger, there are so oh. it's it's limitless on to what we can do and and you know 
where we can be. I mean, we travel a lot. That's also something that's really pretty amazing mm -hmm. about the company that we work for. We get to go and do the big Super Bowls and presidential inaugurations in D.C. and kosher events. And mm -hmm. you're talking 20,000 people. So you they're know, pulling your big chefs into big events just to really represent? Yeah, we go all over the place. And so one thing about Carmen... Callow, you know, mm -hmm. who is now our corporate VP, he is kind of responsible for that. And so every single week there is a, like a help wanted ad that mm -hmm. comes out, you know, so New Orleans has a tabo coming up at the end of the month and there's 18 chefs going down there, you know, each one of our um, units has different busy times of the year. Mm -hmm. And so we all get pretty amazing opportunities to go see some of the shows that don't necessarily come to Denver or anything like that. We get to go and work with all of the different center play teams. It's been about two weeks since I've known Chef Kaylee Boyle. And I'll tell you what, I mean, you're a class act. Oh, you're a hard thank you. worker. Thank you. Um, you're, you're a team builder. And you're somebody that I would love to have on my team anytime. Aww, well, and thanks. so as I we get to it. know each other. I don't go anywhere without these guys, though. I, I just, I can't help it. And we've got some ropes, too. I, mine's John Irvin, though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't go anywhere without John Irvin. Uh, cooking with booths, man. Beer, uh, spirits, oh, whiskey. Kind of whiskey. Yeah. You want to talk about that a little bit? Absolutely. Coming we up are, next? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, Chef Prescott Jones, thank you so much thank for you. coming on the show many more times. We, you're welcome course, back. Yeah. You, you've got the key to the kitchen, man. You come back <laughs> anytime. Of course, George. I mean, he's already trying to set. Where's my mattress going? Greg oh, just man. wants. Greg just Where are we going to hang oh, out? Man. He's looking at the I, loft. I just saw that. <laughs> That's right. He Greg just, just saw the loft. That hey, we listen. Have here, uh, if 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 my car broke down in the winter time and I couldn't get out, I don't want to. I'm going to hang out with George, <laughs> not you, man. He'll, yeah. he'll keep me alive. He's a way better cuddler, I, I bet. <laughs> I think that's a good choice. Woods Boss Brewing Company coming up next. Jordan Fink, man, he's a friend of the show. He's built that this brewery is uh, absolutely. It's visually pleasing. It's aesthetically exactly what you want to do. It's welcoming. It's a great space. We're going to talk about Woods Boss Brewing Company with Jordan Fink. That'll be coming up next. And Chef Kaylee Boyle is going to stick around. We'll talk about cooking with beer. And then we'll talk about beer itself. Uh, that's all next right here on the Modern Eater Show, live from Studio Kitchen, right here on iHeartRadio. If you're hyper-local and you like food, click and taste the Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video too. TheModernEater.com Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Hey, Colorado chefs, Brian Freeman with Growers Organic and the Modern Eater Talk Show. Do you care about where your food comes from? I do. Do you want loyalty from customers who care about that as well? I can help by providing top quality organic produce with reliable delivery, knowledgeable sales team who genuinely care about how food is grown, transported, and served. Chefs, Growers Organic will ensure you have excellent ingredients for your next James Beard dinner, your nightly specials, or your regular menu items. Join the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. 
Do you have the goods? Jay Parker here for The Goods Restaurant. If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos, warm corn tortillas, wood oven roasted veggies, pickled onions, shaved radish, tomatillo, fresh cilantro, and a house-made vegan sour cream. Wow! How about the best burger on planet Earth? One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and never any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two daily happy hours, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free, vegetarian, and vegan options, and they don't forget about the meat lovers with a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com. Ciao a tutti. It's Elise Wiggins. You want me to go ahead and do it? From Tattoo Bella, the chef of the year from Eater Denver. One more time, one more time. And you are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Yes, you are, Chef Elise Wiggins. And what a dink from the uh, Colorado <laughs> Chef's Council. Yeah, the Colorado Culinary Council. Colorado Culinary yeah. Council. There's uh, Troy Guard, Elise Wiggins. Who else? Uh, Lon and Kevin Taylor. Kevin Taylor. Yeah. And that's, yeah. <laughs> tell you what. Yeah. Blue Bear Amazing. Farms, look for more of that. I encourage you, go over to Blue Bear Farms on Facebook and like that page because uh, you're going to see some cool stuff coming up. Uh, thank you very much to John Irvin for the gluten-free buns tonight from a oh, dedicated gluten-free vegan bakery in Arvada. Hyper-local, man. That's what you are. Well, this wasn't vegan tonight because the, the meat was fantastic. No, <laughs> yeah, the meat. Bring that up a little closer. <laughs> I'm to sorry. You. No, you're but, fine. Uh, but I'll tell you something. The, the, those ha the hamburger. Do you like those. the burgers? Oh, I'm telling you. I had two of them. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. I think you Excellent. snuck three in there. <laughs> I think, I, think you, I was watching, John. Yeah, I don't, don't try to tell the. His wife is listening at home. Yeah, he only had two. He's got two yeah. in his pocket. Exactly. What? <laughs> two in your pocket. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, that was really, really good meat. They're coming home to you, Pig. Yeah, the meat from 5280 Culinary Beef. And thank you to Jason Morris for that. Uh, John Irvin, you mean so much to the show. Thank you. And Studio Kitchen, you liking how it's shaping up? Well, I, I always have a good time when I come here. <laughs> this is a lot of fun. I love that right there. Uh, beer. You like beer, don't oh, you, yeah. John? Uh, here's one for you. Woods Boss Brewing Company. And Jordan Fink, um, owner of w Woods Boss Brewing Company. Uh, Chad, Chad as well. Chad's the owner. Uh, who's the owner here? We're, we're both the owners. Co-owners. Co-owners. Chad, what's your last name? Moore. Chad Moore and Jordan sat down somewhere at a bar near you with a uh, cocktail napkin and said, let's make a brewery. How, how did it start out, guys? <laughs> uh, you know, it's a funny story. Um, mutual friends uh, and mutual love of music. We were hanging out at a fish show, and I was leaving to go start a brewery in Nepal and wanted to open my own brewery, and Chad and I started chatting, and I said I was looking for a business partner, someone who understands what it is and trying to do and who can handle the business side because I don't know anything about that. Uh, and Chad says, well, I'm a business guy and I love beer and I love being an entrepreneur. Let's have a drink and let's talk it through. And over the next two and a half, three years, we had adventures uh, on our own together and uh, got Woods Bus off the ground a little bit over 13 months ago. So when you say two and a half, three years, that's just one fish song. Right. <laughs> I mean, that all worked through yeah. in one song. 
And by the time the song ended, we had a brewery. There you go. That's pretty much how it goes. It's a golden age for that one. I mean, you guys are on to something here. First of all, Woods Boss, beautiful brewery. Thank you. What's the location? So we're down at 22nd in California. Um, Technically, it's called Arapahoe Square is the neighborhood. It's a new designation. We're right in between Lodo, Uptown, Five Points, Ballpark, Rhino. We have our own little bubble, which is great. Um, great community, great neighborhood. Uh, I mean, and that's our concept, is to be a taproom-focused neighborhood community, uh, deep craft beer brewery and taproom. I know where the Woods Boss came from, ah. but you were a Woods Boss. I was, yeah. So that was my job title. Um, I've, I've lived a peripatetic life. It means I've wandered from place to place. Uh, and uh, peripatetic, peripatetic. Yes, we actually peripatetic. We actually have a beer one, name. One Dual that roams. Yeah. One that roams. Yeah, one yeah. who wanders. On That's the modern right. eater, you're also getting the word of the I day. I thought that was. Yeah. A, <laughs> I thought it was a nomad. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll go with that. There you go. Uh, it's nomadic is actually not too far off either. Okay. Um, so I uh, I spent a number of years doing a variety of things. One of which was working for a youth conservation corps, uh, taking teenagers down the woods and doing trail work, environmental education, life skills conservation work and my job title was Woods Boss. So I was uh, personally responsible for four different crews of a total of 40 teenagers, eight adults, um, building trails in the Pacific Northwest. And it was a uh, formative time in my life. It's where I met my wife. A lot of my most significant growth as a young man happened during that time. Um, so nice. And it was nice. right. Yeah. Oh and it was uh, the thing about being a woods boss. I'm a woods boss. There you are, <laughs> baby. Yeah. Well, so that's the thing is that uh, everyone can be a woods boss because it's not just about the job itself, but it's about the the philosophy, the values behind it, which is um, why Chad is also a woods boss because we started talking about the name and the the idea behind it, and it, it fit really well with what we believe in how we want to interact with the world. Not only as individuals, but as a business, um, we do a lot of work with nonprofits, um, supporting the outdoors and education, um, all sorts of great stuff. We've got a number of events. If there's time, I'll tell you about them later. Um, coming up that we're excited about, um, and we're also really about you know community, craft beer, live music. Um, we get uh, live music, you know, at least three, four, or five days a weekend. Um, and we love being at the bar and talking to people. And, and that patio. Yeah. Wow. This was your first full summer with that patio. Yeah. It was very hot. Worked out good for you? <laughs> yeah. So what do you have, the western exposure coming in on that? Yeah. So you're, you're getting the sun to set on that side? Oh, no. It, it's gorgeous. Absolutely. It, well, so, and a hot day is terrible to drink beer, isn't it? Uh, right? I mean, yeah. So most people, <laughs> it, I mean, what a show off. Most people would just stop short as a woods boss, yeah. right? I want to throw Brewer in there yeah. and Brewery Owner along with Chad. Uh, you guys, here's, here's what we want to do. Let's talk fully beer yeah. next segment. We'll take a break, come back with booze and news, all the booze news you can use right here on the Modern Eater Show. And if you want to get turned on to delicious Colorado craft beer, I'm assuming you guys poured at the GABF? Uh, we sort of did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we uh, no problem if you didn't because no, I've no, got no. my own story. We, we we actually did. Um, we we didn't apply to have a booth there, but we got invited to pour at the Colorado Brewers Guild table on oh, that's Saturday. That's what you want to do. No, it's perfect. So yeah. we we got to pour on Saturday, hang out for a session. I mean, 
my time is better spent at the brewery yeah. than at GABF, but it was great to be able to be represented there, um, even just for a little bit. So the only thing that came with that was Steve Kurowski. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, all right, Steve. Yeah. You want another beer? Here we go. Uh, I love Steve. I He's love great. him, too. Yeah. All right, let's come back. More Woods Boss right here from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. We've got Jordan and Chad right here from Woods Boss, and we'll continue with Chef uh, Kaylee, I mean, I love this about you. You are somebody who is so versatile. You know beer. You know spirits. You know food. You love the whole gamut. So we'll talk some beer when we come up next. Oh, I look forward to it. All right. We'll do that next right here from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. If you're hyper-local and you like food, click and taste the Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video to themoderneater.com. Get ready to change the way you look at food. This is Peter Allman, the founder of South River Aquaponics and Alpenglow Mushrooms. As a Le Cordon Blue Train chef, I know the importance of quality ingredients. That's why in 2013, I left the fine dining industry to start a sustainable organic farm. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow, we are the leader in sustainable growing practices, utilizing our natural resources as effectively as possible. No pesticides, no GMOs, no funny business, just clean, honest food production. We use old world techniques combined with modern technology to bring you the best possible produce. Our gourmet mushroom facility provides CO2 for our greenhouse that grows tilapia as well as lettuces and herbs in our aquaponics system. Look for us in natural grocers, city market, and served on the plates of Colorado's finest chefs. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow Mushrooms, we're growing greener. To learn more about aquaponics and see our products, go to our website at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. My dad's vegetables are so good, I can't live without them. If you've got a business and need a website or need a graphic designer, F. Johnson Design does it all. Take the headache out of trying to build your own website or design graphics. Who has time for that? F. Johnson Design will get you up and running with a professional and great-looking website. Design sharp graphics to your specifications and have your site up faster than you think. Logo, package design, SEO coding, and more. F. Johnson Design did the Modern Eater's website. Go to themoderneater.com to check out some of their work. Reach out to F. Johnson Design at fjohnsondesign.com. Now it's time for the Modern Eaters Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a, is a chair and a, and a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. Here's what you want to do on Sunday when you're getting ready for a delicious craft beer. Either go on down to Woods Boss or... Uh, Take a couple of crawlers home with you. And I'm looking at crawlers right now. Greg Allenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman. We've got Jordan Fink and Chad Moore from Woods Boss Brewing Company. We're about to embark on this delicious journey of Colorado craft beer. Thank you guys for coming here and yeah, joining us. Yeah, thank tonight. you. This is really cool. All right, let's get uh, Chef Kaylee Boyle drunk. Oh, man. <laughs> Thank God. Easy enough to do. <laughs> it's about time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Can we do this? What do we want to start with, guys? Let's just do some taste. Let's just go down the myriad here. Sure. Sounds good. So um, what we have right now is uh, a rye IPA we call the Curtain With. So, um, so we're just going to do little one-ouncers. Yep. Thank you. So are we, you going, are we going light to dark? Or are we going? Because uh, IPA, we're just going. you jumped right in the middle there. We're, we're just, uh, I, I was grabbing the beer closest to me, and <laughs> it's a great one. So. Isn't that what you, you usually do? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's a double or a single IPA? Uh, it's a single. Well, it's uh, almost 7%, so that's a single IPA. Okay. Um, it's a rye IPA, so we brew it with um, malted and flaked rye. Uh, the hop profile is um, citrus forward, so... 
We use um, some New Zealand hops and uh, something called Lemon Drop, which is another hop that is uh, nice and citrusy. Um, so you get that really nice rice spice. Provides a little bit of a, a sweetness to it as well, um, and then it finishes with that bright citrus note from the. Hops. It really everything that you described right there yeah. was how I was drinking this beer. Yeah, yeah. nailed it. Spot Did on. you get yeah, that? Well, what's <laughs> spot fantastic on. about it is the the citrus at the end. It's yeah, I would have thought that like was coriander. Yeah. Like it's nope. like a nice bitter. We, we we don't use a lot of spices in most of our beers. Um, I mean, occasionally we will. Whenever we're doing. A beer with adjuncts. So this is uh, a traditional beer in that there is no uh, adjuncts added. So no spices, no fruits, no uh, outside flavoring. It's all grain, water, hops, and yeast. That's all there is. Um, but when we do add other things, uh, a beer we're going to get to next, what we try to do is apply it so that it supports the beer. It's a, it's a note as part of the symphony of beer rather than something that overpowers it. Um, I took care of that one. Nice. Yeah. Well, but yeah. And, uh, let me throw in something from a not necessarily a big IPA drinker. That was I, I got a little hint of the of the nose it, no, of it an was, IPA. It wasn't very hoppy. No, and, and that's where I commend you but because well, it's so bad. many people are going to this place of where you get cotton mouth right when you drink it. <laughs> yeah. You can't taste anything else in sure. your mouth. Your palate is ruined. The first IPA. You it's have. almost can't like an IPA food. segue. Can't yeah, taste any food afterward. You can't enjoy your next beer. Right. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of the next and beer. Yeah, there, we go. Those, uh, there you go. Segway. Yeah. Where are we going? <laughs> so let's go to the Peach Walt, which is a peached up version of our uh, New England IPA, which is the Oswald. Drink that, Brian. Um, <laughs> it's hazy. It's juicy. It is very, very hoppy. But these, uh, these new New England IPAs, which is actually was the uh, single largest entered category at Great American Beer Festival this year. First time. Thank you. What's uh, up with the hazy? Trent? Fashioned? No, or is no, this going to stick it, around? It, it's here to stay. They're fantastic beers. Okay. Well, um, when you say hazy, is that just unfiltered? Just a look. Tell, tell, the, yeah, like tell so, the common folk like me. Yeah. So, I mean, we personally, Woods Boss, we don't filter any of our beers. Um, oh, really? Yeah. The, I mean, just for my own philosophy around beer, it, uh, it doesn't do anything except provide a visual. So, in fact, it can actually do more harm to the beer itself than benefit. Um, yeast actually acts as a preservative. It's got flavor components that support the beer. Um, all it does is make it look crystal clear, which is uh, a historic remnant as far as I'm concerned. This is a bold beer. Yes. So uh, the New England style, um, it's been around for a number of years, but has only become very much popularized within the last four to five years. Um, is it's hazy because of the way we brew it. Uh, so we brew it with uh, a lot of rolled oats and wheat. Um, we're actually dry hopping it several times during fermentation, which is not a traditional process if you're dry hopping at all. Um, and that creates a stable haze, which creates also that mouthfeel, that juiciness that people describe it as. Everything he says yeah. is exactly what you're spot saying. Spot on. So it's, yeah, I mean, it, it's a wonderful beer. And people who come in and say, I don't like IPAs, we give them a splash of uh, New England IPA. They're like, holy crap, that's amazing. I want that. Yeah. Um, well, and, and that's what, when Greg said it was a big beer. It is. I, I'm yeah. saying. It's very flavorful. It is very yeah. flavorful, but great flavors. Yeah. You like Not that? Not like, well, yeah, well, because the other one is is got that hoppy up front. Yep. This, like you said, if, if you're not an IPA drinker, 
but you want to drink an IPA? Yeah. That'll get you hooked. Yeah. yeah. What's next, That'll boys? That'll get you. Um, oh, so one last thing about that is we brewed it with uh, about 75 pounds per barrel of fresh Palisade peaches. Show off. Um, nice. Yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> Why, would, Why um, wouldn't you? Keeping it local. Let's I like crack that. that open. Let's move on to uh, Herbswalt. Um, this is our... I was wondering how you pronounce that. Let, yes. me, let me see what I would have said. Sure. <laughs> it looks like a... Um, that's a uh, Haberstwalt. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Close enough. Herb, Herbstwalt. <laughs> teach teach yeah. their own. So uh, Merton is more commonly known as uh, an Oktoberfest. Um, so this is a German-style uh, amber lager. It's malty. Is this seasonal to you guys? It is, yeah. Um, it's the first one we've brewed. Um, we'll probably do another one next year. Let and... Chad describe this one. Go ahead. Do <laughs> Go ahead. I don't Go know ahead. if I'm. I don't know if I'm fit to describe this one right now. Okay, <laughs> Jordan, you're on a roll. This okay, is, because yeah. everything else was spot on. Sure. So, so um, it's a more malt forward um, lager. Uh, so it has that nice lagery bite to it, but it's biscuity, uh, oh, to- toasted yes. bread. Did you um, taste this, Caleb? Oh yeah. Li- little bit of caramel. Um, the hops are a little bit earthy and a little bit uh, herbal floral. Um, and it's. I mean, I. I love it. Delicious. I, uh, I could do a daily out of this. Nothing we do is super traditional. Um, we we take a beer style and we put our own um, personal you know stamp on it. So one more. Can we get yeah. in one minute? Can Absolutely. we get one more? We, in? we can. So the last one is Rock Bar Brown. This is an English style brown uh, brewed with toasted soybeans that come from my buddy's. Uh, organic hog farm out on the uh, western slope. They grow their own feed, um, toast it, and he sent me back home one day with uh, a bucket full of soybeans and said, why don't you put that into a beer? Wow, that's delicious. Right. So English Shell Brown is, um, again, dry, malty, has a nice little sweetness to it, and uh, just that little bit of nutty flavor. Um, It's a great all-year-long brown ale. It's approachable to everybody. Um, you can cook with it. This I have. Is good, like almost like dessert. Though. Yes. Yeah. Just because An it's so toasted. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you, fine sirs. You got it. See, this is why we work so well together. He's yeah. the brewer. He's <laughs> behind the scenes. He does all the magic yeah. in the back. And then I take care of the front of the house. That's exactly that's right. works over well. It's yeah. symbiotic, just like uh, Colorado Kitchen, man. Yeah. I'm Studio Kitchen Colorado. We're blessed to have all these great people here. Uh, thank you, Jordan. Thank Absolutely. you, Chad. Thank Woods you. Boss Brewing Company. Go visit them. Center Plate. I I mean, listen, we're in love oh. with you. Oh, thank you uh, so much. This has been <laughs> thank amazing you, Kaylee. for us. Yeah, Chef Kaylee you. Boyle right the there. The food was delicious. Oh, I'm glad you liked it. Uh, elevation so uh, Ketchup, uh, Colorado Mill Sunflower Oil, Rockalitas Tortillas, um, who else do we have here? We have uh, John Irvin with from Gluten Free Things. things. Yeah. Uh, everybody, uh, Boulder Organics Ice Cream. It's all just a community, and we appreciate you so much. We'll see you next week right here from Studio Kitchen, Colorado.